This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Tonight, Bruce Willis reveals a devastating health crisis. It would be very, be very difficult. Details on the brain disorder that caused him to quit acting. Then... Oh, wow! It was sickening. I physically felt ill. Oscar co-host Wanda Sykes blasts Will Smith as Chris Rock faces cameras for the first time since the slap. Hey, can I ask you a couple questions? How the Academy's taking action against Will today and why cops were called to his house. You gotta be able to have people talk crazy about you. Plus. Give me a call. Yeah. I have J-Lo's number. <laughs> our Jimmy Fallon exclusive revealing a new collab with J-Lo. E.T. starts right now. Bruce Willis has starred in some of the most iconic movies of all time, but a shocking health crisis has ended his time in Hollywood. Welcome to Entertainment Tonight. You know, Bruce is a beloved action star and a devoted family man, and today it was his family who revealed his devastating diagnosis. The heartbreaking post today. Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has been diagnosed with aphasia. Aphasia is a condition that results from damage to the speech areas of the brain. The disease causes a gradual loss of speech and the ability to understand language, both spoken and written. It's usually the result of a stroke, head injury, or brain tumor, though the cause is unclear for Bruce. There are treatments for it though, so it will be very important to get a hold of a speech and language pathologist. Your quality of life is greatly affected by 
aphasia. However, with good adaptive methods and ways to compensate for the aphasia, you can still have a good quality of life. There are certain medications and certain conditions that can be used to help facilitate communication. The last time E.T. spoke with Bruce was in 2018 at his celebrity roast. At the time, his speech was seemingly slower. What's your favorite memory from that side? From Die Hard? I never really got hurt. Yeah. Got banged up, but, but, not, but not bad. We've seen Bruce on the red carpet many times since then. He's always declined to do interviews. The 67-year-old action star is stepping away from acting, according to his family, who issued the statement across all their social media. Signed by current wife Emma, former wife Demi Moore, and Bruce's five daughters, who are, quote, moving through this as a strong family unit. As Bruce always says, live it up, and together we plan to do just that. In real life, I think that being a dad is, is the most important job that there is in the world. Over his five-decade career, Bruce has made over 100 movies, grossing more than $8.3 billion. But of course, you can't think Bruce without thinking Die Hard. E.T. first meant the 31-year-old moonlighting star two years before the blockbuster that would catapult his career. Hold it down up there. Trying to get famous. God knows I'm not that cool as slick in real life. Did I really say that on entertainment tonight? This is a tan from Hawaii. <laughs> Bruce would go on to star in hits like Look Who's Talking, Pulp Fiction, Armageddon, and The Sixth Sense, to name a few. I see dead people. But a source tells E.T. Bruce has struggled on movie sets over the past few years. While filming American Siege last year, we're told he was unable to remember his lines. The same thing happened in late 2017 on the set of Glass, and quote, there were concerns he was having a medical issue. You can't possibly explain everything away. Bruce's Glass co-star Sarah Paulson reacted today saying he was such an incredible acting partner to me and is the loveliest, most gentle and hilarious man. Bruce currently has eight other projects still to be released. We're told his health started declining most last year. So he made a plan to make a bunch of movies and do as much as he could career-wise so that he could retire and take care of his family. I like acting, I like, I like entertaining people, but it's not my life, it's not really what my life is, it's what my job is. What I really am is, is just a guy who walks around the planet just like you walk around on the planet. Listen, our thoughts and prayers are with Bruce and his family right now. All right, now to the latest in the Oscar slap controversy. Chris Rock was spotted out for the first time since the incident as Oscar host Wanda Sykes goes all in on Will. And I just was like, is this really happening? And then someone showed me on a video, it was like, yeah, he, he smacked Chris. And I just felt so awful for my friend, you know, Chris. And it was, it was sickening. I physically felt ill and I'm still a little traumatized me by too. it. Me too, me too. And for them to let him stay in that room and enjoy the rest of the show and accept his award, I was like, how gross is this? This is just the wrong message. For them to let him continue, I thought I thought it was was gross. Yeah, I yeah. think and watching- Plus, I wanted to be able to run out, you know, after he won and say, uh, unfortunately, Will couldn't be here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> While Wanda was blasting Will to Ellen, her pal Chris was focusing on hitting the stage tonight. Chris, how are you, man? Hey, can I ask you a couple questions? 
That's Chris just after landing in Boston. In these exclusive pics, the 57-year-old in a gray sweatsuit looked down and avoided questions. The comedian was spotted again last night outside his hotel. E.T. has learned extra security has been added for his two shows tonight, and it could get pretty interesting. We're told there has not been a reconciliation with Will. The two have not spoken. In this town, Mm -hmm. when is the last time you heard somebody apologize? This morning on stage, Tyrese told me he's 100% Team Will. We in this town, we lack accountability. There was an action, there was a mistake, and this man apologized. And I have to appreciate that. I'm still going to allow myself to support Will Smith for the rest of my life. Meanwhile, co-host Amy Schumer spoke out, writing she is still triggered and traumatized. I think violence is never the answer, but, you know, we, we all do things or say things that we're not proud of. Her, who was a presenter, told me she left the Dolby Theater before the slap. Jimmy Fallon's take, the man Chris presented the win to, is also a victim. I felt like, as a fan of Quest, that his moment got overshadowed by Will Smith. I was crying when Quest won the Oscar. The incident happened, it was unfortunate, and I just wish it didn't happen, but it did. But we celebrated when Quest got back. And there was more drama yesterday, amidst a report that it's possible that the L.A. city attorney could file criminal charges against Will. Deputies were called to the Smith's home, responding to a report of a drone flying above the estate. Authorities found nothing. As for Will's future with the Academy, today it's taking action. Uh-oh! An emergency meeting is expected tonight to discuss Hollywood's response to Will Smith's attack. <laughs> oh, wow! Sunday night's Oscar assault is still very much an evolving topic. The Academy tells ET today it has initiated disciplinary proceedings against Will and adds that he was asked to leave the ceremony and refused. Any disciplinary action will take a few weeks and could include anything from banning Will from future Oscar ceremonies to having his membership suspended or revoked entirely. A brawl on a stage in front of three billion people. Why wouldn't he be the adult? Today, View co-host Whoopi Goldberg, who's on the board of the Academy, fiercely defended Chris Rock. The right thing was done because the man knows how to act in public. A source tells E.T. Will is regretful and aware there will be repercussions. He's focused on keeping keeping his family safe, but were Chris and Will both triggered by their past? All of these black women that I get to protect and and shine a light on. There was a time in my life where I was concerned with, you know, being a movie star. That concern has moved on. Will admitted in his biography released in November that he's put on a tough Hollywood persona. To hide the coward. The coward. Yeah. I was probably nine, and I watched my father beat up my mother, and I was too scared to do anything. I was never going to be scared again. Childhood violence also affected Chris's life. The struggles played out in his autobiographical sitcom, Everybody Hates Chris. I was bullied ridiculously. I was a little guy and I was black, mm-hmm. right? So I'm getting double bullied. In January, on Dana Carvey and David Spade's podcast, Chris explained how retaliating with violence left him scarred. I went home, I put a brick in a book bag and smacked this guy in the face with this brick and stomped him Joe Pesci style. To the point, we thought he might die as my shrink puts it to me, you have been scared to be angry ever since. Will has not approached Chris and his family. And I think it requires perhaps some sort of phone call. I think when everybody stops looking, that may happen. There's just too much heat. 
just want to reiterate that the two have not spoken. From what we hear, Chris is willing to have a man-to-man, face-to-face sit-down. All right, let's switch gears and talk about the highly anticipated return, especially if you got kids, of Sonic the Hedgehog. Jim Carrey's back for the Sonic sequel, and as Matt Cohen found out, it was a family affair. Let's turn up the heat. Has your grandson become a fan of of Sonic? Yeah, well, he taught me how to floss for this movie. (laughs) He did. He's the one that taught me how to floss. I said, kid, kid, I need you. So yeah, he taught me how to floss. Papa's got a brand new stash. Jim and his stash are back alongside James Marsden, Tika Sumter, and Ben Schwartz. But when the sequel hits theaters April 8th, say hello to Idris Elba, who voices a new adversary. Sonic, meet Knuckles. You're no match for me. What are you making of the people saying that you have brought the sexy to to Knuckles? I don't think it's sexy, you know. I think because I said I was trying not to put on a sexy voice for Knuckles, and I think someone was like, uh, failed. So, you know, if that comes comes across sexy, thumbs up. Do I look like I need your power? Idris makes... The, the coffee table seems sexier. He puts his feet up on it and suddenly he's like, damn, that coffee table is fire. He's Idris Elba, so I think that's going to be inherent in anything he does. I think once you know he's, he's voicing, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> probably yeah. going to be sexier. James is currently shooting the Enchanted sequel in the UK with Patrick Dempsey and Amy Adams. Is anything you can leak or tease us about? Dina Menzel didn't get to sing the first time around. In a musical, Adina Mazzell, that's a crime. Yes. Uh, so this time around, she's she's belting out some tunes. Uh, I get to do a little singing. Can't wait another 15 to do another one this time around. <laughs> that would be a little sad. All right, coming up, our exclusive with parents-to-be, Drew and Linda Scott. We just picked a theme for the nursery. And you're all invited. <laughs> How the Property Brother is getting ready for baby. Is Jonathan next? I didn't think I would ever hear those words out of his mouth. Plus, Sarah Jessica Parker's night out with her kids all grown up. It gets deeply meaningful to us. And our wild exclusive with Jimmy Fallon. What? We put the late night host in the hot seat. I want to work for ET. Let's go. Hey, everybody. It's Kevin Frazier. The ET podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. I think it's deeply meaningful to us because we've waited a long time. Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick kicked off their Broadway revival of Neil Simon's Plaza Suite this week. And look who came to support mom and dad, their three kids, 12-year-old twins Tabitha and Marion and 19-year-old son James Wilkie. What a good-looking crew. Now family was also on the mind of first-time parents-to-be, Drew and Linda Scott. We just picked a theme for the nursery. It's picnic in the forest, and you're all invited. (laughs) But not really, it's COVID times. (laughs) That's great. Drew and Linda's due date is less than two months away, but it was a long road to parenthood for the couple who underwent two years of fertility treatment. We had no idea what we were doing. We, We literally didn't even know why we weren't getting pregnant because we just didn't have the support team that we needed to have. 
Now the property brother and his wife of nearly four years are sharing what they've learned in the new issue of Reveal Magazine on Stance Friday. Their pregnancy must-haves, therapy, and acupuncture. As for babysitters... I think my brothers are going to be amazing uncles. We love the idea of pawning our child off on them so we can go on date nights, so yeah. it's fine. I mean, JD has already talked about child-proofing their house. What are you most excited about? I'm just most excited to see that cutie patootie's little face. When the baby comes out for the first time to say, Oh wow, you're oh, part I thought, of us. I thought you were going to say like the baby saying like, Oh wow. And like, Whoa, cool out here, more space. <laughs> <laughs> that baby's gonna have so much fun with you too. And I'm gonna have more from Madame Tussauds New York in Times Square, including my new interview with Girl Dad Times 2, Jimmy Fallon. Just pulling my hair. That's just like a normal night for me. How his daughters helped with his latest project and what he's working on with JLo. The next idea I'm coming up with, get ready. Then Tyrese Gibson's ET Takeover. Oh, what? <laughs> Revealing Morbius secrets. A new Marvel legend arrives. And the topic that left him near tears. I just want to tell y'all, it's, it's very real. Sonic are up for four Grammys, and if that wasn't enough, it was just announced they're opening the show, too. Harry Underwood, John Legend, and Jay Balvin will also perform. The show airs live Sunday on CBS. Now to a man of many talents, Mr. Jimmy Fallon. His fifth children's book is out now, Nana Loves You More. And we loved reuniting with Jimmy for this ET exclusive. You oh have so much exciting stuff going on in life right now. Let's see. Number one New York Times <laughs> best-selling author. It's crazy, right? The whole thing makes no sense. I don't. What do I know about writing a kid's book? It makes no sense. But I had all these grandmas coming up to me going like, hey, where's the love for right. grandma? Where's your Nana book? Well, here it is. And Jimmy told me Nana Loves You More was also inspired by his own grandmas. So what was little Jimmy like as a grandson? And let me just jog your memory here. Ooh, that blue suit, I mean, Jimmy. It, was, it looks like I was selling insurance or something <laughs> with that sure cars, a used car uh, dealer. Yeah. That was my grandma was my, on my dad's side. I had awesome grandmas. Your girls are what, eight and seven? Eight. Is this what the editing and feedback process <laughs> looked like? Yeah, these one? are my editors on yeah. the book. She's pulling my hair. That's just like a normal, that's a normal night for me. So what's next in the pipeline? I know you got another concept in the wheelhouse there. Get ready. Uh, We're gonna have to talk because this involves JLo. We always wanted to do something together, and I'm like, we should do a song together. And she's like, I can't. No, I'm busy. And then I'm like, let's think of something fun, a good children's book. You know, this is going to help teach babies uh, Spanish. I think people are gonna dig it. You love a game. We love a game at ET as well. It's my favorite. I'm going to give you a celebrity grandma nickname, and you'll have to try to guess the celebrity grandma. First up. Lovey is the nickname. She's a matriarch of reality TV. Chris Jenner? Ding, ding, ding! Lamma. So she met her partner overboard, but they've never married. Oh, a... wait, it's Goldie Hawn? Yes! Oh, yeah. Two for two, y'all. That's all I got. That's all I got, Jimmy Fallon. I want to come. Let's go. I want to work for ET. Let's go. <laughs> Jimmy, I love that idea. Kev, watch out, buddy. <laughs> Back to you. Thanks, Rachel. I am joined now by 
my man, Tyrese Gibson. He stars in a new Marvel movie, Morbius. Mm. It's in theaters Friday. Now, I want to know about your character. My character name is Agent Stroud. Yeah. I am an FBI agent, and I actually served in the Army, mm -hmm. and I came close to dying, and it was actually Dr. Michael Morbius who saved me. What did you do to yourself, Doctor? I wish I knew. How was it working with Jared? Jared is a fully committed, real guy. Jared lost a lot of weight because he went all the way with being that before he became that. Michael. And I want all of the Marvel Comics film critics, after what we just went through in this pandemic, we should be happy yeah. that we actually have an opportunity to go back to the theaters and watch something. Go see Morbius and allow yourself to be entertained. You also have new music coming out, an album called Beautiful Pain. This album is fully dedicated to my divorce. Came home, 50 boxes in the foyer. She left me, never came back. I don't know that this album is actually gonna come out. Why not? Because we'll see if I can finish it. It's that hard to sing these songs. Come home one night to find you gone. So you really laid it all out there. It's, it's for real. Let me tell you something, Tyrese, thank you for stopping by. Morbius hits theaters Friday. All right, coming up, we're with the comedy crew trying to break out of the bubble. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Tomorrow on E.T., our exclusive with Channing Tatum in London for the Lost City premiere, plus the latest on Magic Mike 3. It's not easy to give a lap dance. I have the same problem. All right, we leave you now with the cast of The Bubble. The comedy drops Friday on Netflix, which just so happens to be April Fool's Day, y'all. Beware. Take care. All right, we're going to play a little game with you guys since we have you all here together. Who is most likely in the cast to ditch their acting career after starting their own bread-making business in the pandemic? I tried myself because I want to I was going to say you, too. Who is most likely to still do Zoom meetings in their pajamas? Okay, Judd. Who is most likely to have the best impression of a dinosaur? Fred, okay, so Fred's a prankster. You know, I wish he was here so we could hear it. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.